What's up, y'all? This is Landon Hill, one-third of the Hip Hop Roundtable crew. As you saw in the title, this episode was actually broken up into two pieces or parts. Um, while we were recording, we ended up going into a completely separate conversation. Y'all will see how, how Mylan uh, took us into a whole uh, another atmosphere um, while we were recording and as we were wrapping it up. So uh, we just put that as a separate part since it was a lot of content that could stand on its own. Um, so after you finish part one, part two is already uploaded. So just be sure to go ahead and check that out right after. All right. We hope you enjoy part one. Yo, yo, people, what's up with it? What up, what up? Join us, pull up a chair, join us at the Hip Hop Roundtable. This is Landon Hill. Again, back with another what we hope is a great episode. We hope y'all gonna enjoy this. Um, man, I guess I never do this. So I'm gonna just do it now. Before, Well, I'm gonna introduce, I always do that too. I'm gonna introduce first, of course, directly in front of me, as always, brother Mylon Drake. What's going on? What's good, sir? Uh, man, it's, it's, it's raining. Um, I'm tired. I'm out here working on not just being in the building, but be in being in the streets, but trying to work on doing some work with these young folks in, in, the, in the prison. So uh, I was working on that oh, today. Oh, right. Everybody yeah. is, yeah, okay. everybody got uh, the same mindset yeah, right I was now. I working on that today. So yeah. uh, had a good meeting. Uh, looking forward to uh, decompressing all that conversation with... Uh, Unfortunately, I feel like we're going to agree most of uh, this is going to be one that we agree on today. It's not going to be any. Uh, and I might not even be able to get a hip hop is dead. I don't know. I'm going to see what we can do. We'll see what I. I got to be very cunning to uh, slip one in here, but uh, we'll see what we can do. I don't want to break the consistency of every episode. I feel like you're you know going mean? to find a way. It's, I, I, already, I already, I already, I can already see how it's going to happen. Feel free to throw an alley-oop. You know I'm I mean? not going to, but I just see that it's going to happen anyway. But, yeah, you know, if you throw an alley-oop off of this one, I'll be super surprised. <laughs> no, I won't throw it, but he will find a way. I already, I'll, I'll I can already it, see how it, it's going to happen. I'll it from my own teammate. And then yeah, throw it off the glass. That's pretty much. And give you the assist. Yeah, that's what's gonna go happen. to the scores board. That's his. No, no, he's <laughs> his. He passed you the ball and like LeBron just catch it and just dunk and then just whoa, he just turned that to an alley. He just <laughs> it's, it's, there. There will be a way. It will happen. Just trust. But yes, yeah, so, so good day. You know what I mean? As usual, in the streets and in the building, trying to save these kids, man. For sure, for sure. And then of course, down south, at least Southern California. Uh, we're Ooh. shining. Uh, we're uh, shining. Yeah, Southern, not Southern California. It's not yeah. raining up, man. Well, hey, hey, no. enjoy it, brother. Well, you we know need this say. rain up so, here. You know, Rafael said it rains in Southern California. That's what he said. But then uh, Game said Tony Tony lied, so who knows? I don't who knows? Know. You know, I don't know. But <laughs> yeah. Dev says that it's shining, so what's up, young Dev? Man, out here good. Like I said, every episode trying to prepare to step my foot into the building. Of course, you taking uh, the we longest actually, step to get yeah, into the threshold, you brother. You, you just holding your, your shoes. What are you holding doing? your foot over? Yeah. The, what's happening? Playing the hokey pokey. Funny thing, we we actually looking for a place as of now. So you Good know work. that Forest that Hill step Drive, is really bro. coming real. Yeah, yeah. 
Man, y'all, y'all, but, about to, uh, y'all about to have the nice digs, huh? About to be... Man, y'all moving right man. next to the new uh, Ram Stadium or something? Exactly. To... They building some condos. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about just the whole top floor, just <laughs> if we can take care of that. Yeah. We ain't there yet. Uh-huh. Man. So maybe, maybe a few gigs uh, away that uh, we could be in the big bus range, but till then, still just... Preparing to step my foot in the building. For sure, for sure, man. Well, um, for for people who uh, might not know, um, somehow, if you're following hip-hop, I'm sure you got to know about um, J. Cole. He, is, uh, he, he had this HBO special that recently aired, um, Forest Hills Drive Homecoming, and he had a series, I think it was three or four videos, uh, long extended videos, uh, the road to homecoming that he was releasing, um, just kind of leading up to this HBO special. Um, and man, we just wanted to talk about like, what does this mean for J. Cole? What does this mean for his legacy? How has this kind of positioned him, uh, in the current state of hip hop? Because, uh, you know, it definitely has people talking. It's been everywhere. Um, I know that we all enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, just like what does what what do y'all think that this means for him? What do you you know? What are your thoughts on it? Um, yeah, I mean, let's just start there and, and then see kind of where the conversation takes us. So, Dev, why don't you uh, why don't you take us away, brother? Man, when I first heard that this was happening, I th- honestly thought it was gonna be like one of those long, like kind of like short film music videos because I didn't know what to think of it at first. But you know, how Kanye had some kind of thing with one of his albums where he just made like a, a little, like a 10 minute music video mm-hmm. and it had multiple songs in there. But then when I saw that it was like a documentary type style, like, man, this is what we needed. This is like, he kind of giving us the behind the music before when he used to, you know, take us on set and show us how they did like their music videos or how they were on tour and stuff like that. Like, so just like we were talking about, how certain shows about hip hop is just not on no more. He kind of, he kind of gave us a taste of that, of you know, and, and that's what it reminded me of as I was watching it. You know, like man, he bringing some of the elements that we might have talked about back with this, you know, documentary of just kind of behind the scenes on tour. So I thought it was excellent. I thought he, you know, did his homework as far as just like coming up with the idea while doing the tour. Because a lot of people would probably think about, like, man, this was so successful, I should have videotaped it all. Mm-hmm. He already thought it out. He already pre-planned and did it, and it blew up, and now he could just publish it, basically. But um, I thought it was just, you know, he brought some good elements back that we were talking about. And, like, if I was going to give a, a general thing for right now before we dig deep, like, it was really good. He, he brought back some elements that we needed to see, and, like, he was, it was well thought out. It was genius to me. For sure. Milo, what about you, brother? I mean, I actually read an article by... Um, I, I didn't think I was going to be able to throw an alley-oop to myself so early in the game. But, uh, <laughs> I told you it was coming. I, 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 I didn't know. I, 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 was, I was just listening and trying to be quiet. And Do then, not be fooled. Um, there's, a, there's an article written by Matthew Ishmael Ruiz of uh, Flavorwire online. Uh I'm going to say, in my own personal opinion, uh, Matthew Ishmael Ruiz is a clown for this particular <laughs> article. Um, I mean, that's just, again, 
Raul, you got, you know, Matthew, you get to have your opinion. I'm having mine. You, you, you suck or you got it wrong. Y'all not going to say you suck. You got it wrong. <laughs> um, you're the reason why hip-hop is dead. Because this, <laughs> this is just buffoonery. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, he he, he yeah. said he watched the, fu- the film and he was like, all I saw was J. Cole's premature obsession with his own legacy. Um, wow. I saw an extremely humble dude Wow. Doing things that, yeah. in from the the hip hop's conception, I had not seen anyone do. Yeah, the listening party at in his house, I've never seen anything like that. Mm-hmm. Having kids come through, walk around with iPods to listen to humbling, um, walking down the street. Speaking to fans, yeah, that and was, then like, yo, can yeah, I listen? Can I listen? I would, you know, just jokingly, like, yeah. I would love to get a listen. He was like, oh no, I can't. I got to go to this meeting. But then he paused and was like, well, you know what? Looked over to his to his um, his DJ and was like, well, if you can play play it for him, that'd be cool. I'll go to this meeting. And then to top it all off, the, you know, one of the things that I saw, my son, my son was like, I can't believe it. It's like she's really. Feeling it was when he left. He 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 went on Twitter. His mm-hmm. number one fan was like, "I would love to listen yeah. to the album." He went to mm-hmm. her house, let her listen to it while he while he's playing video games with her with little her brother. brothers. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He just chilled in the house. They're like, there's no security. There was yeah. no paparazzi. No, this is uh, you know, yeah. HBO was following with the camera, but at the end of the day, the dude's actions were extremely humble, and that's what the culture is. Um, the girl, the young lady, loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, his little, bro- her little brothers loved it, and then he was out. It wasn't like, oh, you know, tweet that. Make sure you yeah, hashtag yeah. me. Where this I'm about t-shirt? That wasn't the rollout. That wasn't the build up for the album yeah, so that we could sell meals. That yeah, was just like right. way after. Like this so, could. I, I, that's one of the reasons why I disagree with this dude, and I feel like those are the things that when, because we're so used to. This is probably the same dude. If I checked, gave. Watch the Throne, all the accolades in the world as being the dopest album ever, and it was not a humble album. It yeah. was not a part of the essence of hip hop. Yes, you know, boasting, being braggadocious is a part of hip hop, yeah. but what J. Cole is doing is like lyrically, this dude is eating MCs alive. Um, his on stage performance is like, his show was like, the shiznit, like it was no like, oh well, you know, it was okay. Like he just standing on stage, you know. No, his per- he he was rocking with the audience mm-hmm. in the intimate venues. Uh, he had a great stage performance in the larger venues. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was to me like I I was saying offline. I felt like I was watching Steph Curry go from year two Steph to championship, mm-hmm. you know, Steph like MVP Steph. Yeah, and it's not that. just about being able to rap and you know make buckets. It was about, dude, I'm I'm touching everything. Yeah, I'm doing shows. I'm selling out shows in in Germany. Yeah. Like and folks want. I mean, I dropped the album. Boom! I just dropped it like yeah. it was a secret album, and it went platinum. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like because people are freaking hungry for real music and or his fan base <laughs> grew like I didn't know this dude but I heard about yeah. this album I gotta purchase it yeah. so 
I, mm. I totally, I mean, and, and you know, I'm just all jokes aside. Not, you know, I don't know this Matthew Ruiz dude. I, I respectfully disagree with his view, but those are, the, but that viewpoint, those viewpoints are the ones that self-destruct the culture and the integrity of hip hop. Because when you someone does mm. the, does it the right way. When Talib or you know, and most Depp drop Black Star, yeah, and then you're like, yeah, they're just, you know, I think they're beyond their time. Come on, man! <laughs> like, come on, man! You got to stop with that. You got to stop. Rick Ross is awesome. J Cole, yeah, I don't know his legacy. I mean, he's kind of cock. Where, where do you see the cockiness? Yeah. This is the most humble dude that I. Kendrick is is the same way. He's a freaking beast when he grabs the mic. Yeah, but. Off, off mic. He's not walking around. He's still to this day. I haven't seen Kendrick wear a gold chain yet. No. You know what I mean? So, right. with me, I feel like he. I don't. I wouldn't use the word. Now, I do agree with Matthew. I don't feel like he solidified his legacy. I feel like he's definitely created it. Mm. Created the fact. I mean, you know, um, Alabama just won the championship. It was like. Now you have to have the conversation. Is that yeah. a is is that a legacy? Yeah. You know, winning. I think they won three championships the last five like years. Five or was or it four? Or four in the seven? Last yeah, seven four, or something like something that. Something like that. So it's like, uh, you know, the Tom Brady's like, okay, this, you know, and, and 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 I feel like it's not a conversation, which is a completely different conversation where we argue, and I will. I I'm not even a Buffalo Bills fan. I will always argue that Buffalo Bill team is a dynasty. You make it to the Super Bowl four years in a row. That's 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 amazing. They never won. Yeah, we already know that. But yeah, just to get there is four years in a row. Like I don't even know if you'll ever see that again. I mean that that's up there with being undefeated. Yeah, you know. So um, the legacy of J. Cole, I don't believe it's done, and I say that or solidified because he's got much more, you know, much more work to provide us, but. In my opinion, that's I, that's how I see it, I, and I feel like HBO did a great job of staying out of the way. I didn't feel like I was yeah. watching some type of commercial bullcrap with, you know, every every time you turn around, you got some freaking right, yeah. Red Bull sweatshirt mm-hmm. on or something like. Oh, this is- HBO planted everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I like to thank HBO. Like what? Oh, that's whack. Oh, boo, get off the. It was like no, nah, you really felt it was like Modern Family. Family. After a while, <laughs> you forget like. How are we even capturing this? Like, oh, there's a guy. There's a guy walking around with a camera. Because um, I, I do that when I watch Modern Family. I'm like, why is this person here with the camera? Because we haven't established that there's right. any interviewing going on, but they just interview each other. So, uh, no, I was really I was really impressed. I, I think, Landon, did you feel the word legacy? Do you Did you feel... Um, any of that from watching it? Or did you just feel like, yeah, he was, it was a nice performance... I, I think I, I I would probably say that I felt like this this began his legacy. Uh, I, I guess along the same same with your sentiments. This began his legacy conversation. Um, I mean, because you you look at his trajectory with regards to like the albums that came out. So you know, first album met with a little bit of criticism. Second album was like, okay, this is better. And now with Forest Hills, it's like, yo, dude got some. This is the album that everybody's been waiting for. And like, and again, there's always kind of that, 
Uh, I mean, I'm a, and I don't know if we've even done this yet, but I know that I've talked to you all off air about like, do mixtapes count towards legacies? Because that was really what yeah. what brought him through the door is his yeah. mixtapes, and so it's like, well, but does that count if you can't deliver a solid album? Um, and, and then you know, and we, that's the whole that's, point that's, of that's, this that's moment, a, yeah, because yeah, because we could we could argue that all day about fabulous. Who I yeah, am exactly, a huge exactly. fan of Soul Tape, dope. Yeah. Exactly. So take one, two, three, dope. But but that commercial, or you know, not like, even if it's commercial, but just that 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 major album release is what people typically judge you by. And each album, like, never. I don't think anybody has said like, "Yo, that that J Cole album is trash." But it was just never. It wasn't until Forest Hills Drive where folks were like, "That's what we've been waiting." Like, that's the album we knew you could create. And so then to go from that. The way he released it, which was like uh, you said, just yo, know, album's coming out in a week. No features. People receive it well. Self production. Very little self production, <laughs> very little radio yep. part, you know, compared to what usually what you usually would get. And then again, what was dope to me is all of this, like he could have used all of this to roll out. Like to be kind of the promo for the album and use that and like even even if he did that it still would have been way more organic than what most people get for their album but it was like the album could have been a flop he didn't know but he's still just capturing it because it's there was something special about right. this album like he, he could just tell and it's the same thing with any number I'm like certain certain things you just kind of feel it you sense it like there's something special about this and you could tell he was just like, I'm finna do this. I'm finna just mess everything up. I'm gonna go totally against the grain. And to see now, to, to see how well the album did and then to see what went behind it, I think says, all right, this dude now has has a legacy that he is, that he's working on. And, and again, I mean, you know, it's the same thing, I think, when, when we talk about Kendrick. It's not just the albums, but it's what you see outside of the music where it's like, Dude is really having an impact somewhere. Like you see when he's like really trying to end gang violence. Like you know what I mean? It's that type of stuff that we're talking about. And when you see this dude is just touching everyday people, that's where that legacy is really built in. So, um, you know, again, I, I don't. It's, it, it's very hard to say that it's. I think he's starting to solidify it. I just don't know what it's going to be yet. Because but it's definitely you know, one. I mean, it's, it's like when it, I mean, it was. It, it was that thing it was that thing where like he finally found himself in a way like he, he had his little thing coming up with the mixtapes and then he would say that he tried too hard with you know some of the other albums uh not so much sideline story but the one after that he was like i totally just well, blew that album. Center. like i just felt like i was trying too hard but this one he just didn't care so then he was saying that this one he just kind of just scrapped everything it was like i'm just gonna do what i feel and like not even care how it come out and that's and that's where he got this result was Forest Hill Drive and it was kind of like if I compare it again to artists where it's like you trying to paint because you know they got they, they like this one you know thing that you painted so now you keep trying to paint that same thing over again but it's like dog alright we tired of those paintings so now he's like man forget it I'm just going to paint whatever I'm feeling right now and then they're like that's it like that's it so the fact that he discovered that he do realize now he has a certain formula that he can go to. And like you guys said, his legacy to me, I feel like, you know, we can give him a little bit more credit by saying that his 
I would say he's in the middle of his legacy. I mean, if we're going to say that he's Stephen Curry championship, then we can't say that he's starting his legacy. I, I do well, believe I mean, that, that, you know, that's, he does probably need a... But that's, that. I mean, I, I use Steph as, as an analogy because it is. It's like, okay, you got one championship, one MVP, one ridiculous season, and, mm-hmm. you know, before, he was just like J. Cole. It was like, okay, so you... Mm-hmm. Setting the lead, you setting records, shooting three pointers, but y'all didn't win. Y'all didn't y'all, y'all didn't get past the second round of the playoffs. But whatever. even then, I still feel like it's different because at least with with Steph, we know regardless of like where he ranks among the all time greats overall, he's one of the best shooters we've ever seen, and we know that's what he's gonna go down for, if nothing else. But I still can't I I still can't pinpoint what is J Cole going down for. I just know this is a legacy, and like he's. He's clearly building something, but you know, I mean, not to not to like label stuff or like box it in, but there's just I don't I don't know what this legacy looks like yet, or like what what we would when we look back, what we're gonna say is the defining thing for him. So I, I'll, I'll say I'll say this: it's similar to White Chocolate when he came into the league, hmm. maybe his second and third year, you or specifically when he was playing with the Kings. Jason Williams for all those yeah, yeah, Jason Williams. basketball folks. Uh, you knew what you were going to get in game in, game out with, you know, some type of behind the back, some yeah. type of alley-oop because he, him, um, C-Webb, Vladi Debach, mm-hmm. they had a certain level of chemistry. But when you were watching, it was like, oh, this dude is dope. But you were saying the same thing. It was like, I don't know if when it's all said and done, I'm going to say he's the best passer, yeah. the flashiest passer. Will he have rings? The reason why I use Steph is because we can have all those questions, but one thing we know for sure, he was the best player in the league. Yeah, one year, one year for sure. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah he got okay, a yeah, championship yeah. in a, one year for sure. Yeah. And going into the year after that year, we were defi- we we were definite in the fact that he was awesome. He still yeah, looks still like it up even the more. best yeah. player in the league. So it's like, okay, again, you're right. I don't know what this is going to end. But it won't end with yeah. He just it's kind of whack. He just had like one. He's yeah. like no, it wasn't whack. It was awesome. He didn't have any more awesomeness, but <laughs> he did have those two years of awesomeness. So I think I think the other the other thing about this HBO special, yeah. and, and uh, I'll be the first to uh, throw this out there in an effort to. I, I never really pass up many opportunities to to shout on Jay Z. I, I just. <laughs> <laughs> and it's never intentional. It's just the moment sets it itself up for that type of situation. And it's not about oh you hate Jay Z. Like I know I just I'm just not a I'm just not a fan. I'm just you know. And I I still laugh at people like how could you? It's like the same thing people say about Jordan. Like how could you not like Jordan? Like just because you like him, I have to. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't have to like Jay Z. That's 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 preposterous. Anyway, um, <laughs> this HBO special they have four. Segments and then they had the actual concert with like backstage access to it as well. Um, I've only watched the concert, the last one, the concert with the backstage access on HBO Go. So I don't know if on January 9th when he actually performed it, if it was like a full from beginning to end concert. I don't know. Um, I they do put complete concerts on the on HBO Go, so maybe I'll check later on. But mm-hmm. at any rate, 
throughout the four segments and the concert slash backstage segment. No mention of Jay-Z. The only mention of Jay-Z was in one of the segments he talked about, yo, it's a trip. When I signed to Rockefeller, I was 20, 24. And I didn't drop my first album until I was like 27. So I sat on the shelf for like three years. Yeah, I remember he said that. And then that's why I made... Mm. Um, Friday Night Lights yeah. because I was like I gotta do something yeah. you know I'm trying to let folks know I'm still here and that mm-hmm. was the only mention of Jay-Z that was the, well he didn't mention Jay-Z by name he didn't mention he did mention he didn't even mention honestly if I listened to it he probably didn't even say Rockefeller he just said man I didn't I was I got signed mm-hmm. and then my album didn't drop right. until, like I don't even know if he mentioned the word Rockefeller so I, I do you feel like Dev do you feel like this is his effort to like separate himself from kind of like you know what Lupe does when he's you know what he was doing his last two albums like he he didn't want to be on the record he didn't want to be on the on the label but he had to make an album right. so he he made an album and he just got off right. and, and I feel like that's what he's doing but do you feel like he's dissing not to say dissing how do you feel like what that means that what what is what was his purpose behind? It's funny now that now that you break it down, especially when you say you waited three years just to come out with something. I feel like he's trying to get away from Jay Z's uh, connection, but in a way where it doesn't seem like he dissing because he's just not mentioning. He's just like he's not mentioning the whole rock, nothing like no rock nation, no nothing. So especially when he came out with his thing, Dreamville. Like, he was like, I'm just trying to come into my own. He probably had a few meetings with Jay-Z, letting him know what he wanted to do. And now that he feels like he has the backing and probably thanked him for everywhere, you know, all the things that he got him thus far and for bringing him up. But now it's like, if it's on you, I ain't going to get where I want to go. So, and it's kind of been, it's kind of been a trend where everybody, you know, once you get your own stuff going that you try to create your own brand and do your own label and stuff. So it's like I'm trying to be one of those cats, so I feel like the fact that he's not mentioning is pretty much doing it the the best way that he could by not dissing him. So, but I do feel that he's not he's not trying to be in ties with Jay Z anymore. I definitely feel that, especially now with this whole uh, Revenge of the Dreamers thing, and like he's trying to have artists under him already. So, I think that's yeah, that's what he's trying to do. I don't think he'll publicly come out and say, like, even if people, like, we're thinking this now, I'm pretty sure somebody would try to interview him asking those questions. So what's up with you and Jay? I don't hear anything. Like, nah, nah. I mean, that's big bro or something. Like, he'll say something like that just to you know, kind of, like, ease it off. Like, they still cool, but I don't think he wants anything to do with them, honestly. Yeah, I don't... It, it's, it's tough to say. I mean, I, I think even even back to his first album... Um, you know, like there was a lot of stuff around like, yo, Jay hasn't really endorsed you or, you know, where's the Jay feature at? And I think he got a Jay feature like literally right before the album was about to drop and all of that. But even the whole time, I mean, you know, he, he's been pretty, um, he's, he's been, uh, he's been pretty open about him trying to figure all of the music industry stuff out and, you know, not trying to use, uh, the fact that he's with Jay, but still recognizing that it's big and that it's part of, 
you know, as part of his story. So he's never, because he's never been all in on like, yeah, I'm with Jay. It's, I, I don't see it as like a, like a, a clean break, so to speak. Um, but because he is also very much kind of just anti music business right now, as it operates as a whole, I, I think that Jay-Z happens to just be part of that because he is part of his record label. But also, I think it was like a joint thing between uh, Rock Nation and another, some uh, one of the other major record companies. I don't know which one it is. So again, I don't know if that just happens to be one of those things where it's like, Jay just happens to kind of be in the mix. So I'm not mentioning Jay, just like I'm not mentioning any of the other pieces of the company uh, or of you know the aspects of the record business. Or if it is just like I'm, I'm kind of fed up. Um, you know, I don't want to insinuate that because I haven't necessarily seen or heard anything to to believe that. Um, but I mean, I, I think it is. It, it is definitely. Um, it is definitely just like he is trying to do this on his own and as organic as possible, and not leaning on the using the names, using the flash, using the anything. He's just anti all of that right now. And I think it's the, that is part of what makes it very uh, appealing to most people because most people don't know Jay-Z, you know, firsthand and they don't have all of the stuff that he has. So the fact that he's kind of knocking it all to begin with is, is what makes this what it is now. And the reason that we're even talking about it and discussing it. Well, he, well, he definitely signed some, deal with Interscope and I don't know if Interscope and Rock Nation are No, I think that Interscope deal was for Dreamville, I believe. Right, right, right. Oh, it yeah. was. It was the you know, but again he was trying to do his own label. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah for sure. Yeah. I, and I don't know like on when you go to his website it says right. Dreamville and Rock Nation. So it's still there. Um which we don't know how many contract you know how many what yeah, the contracts my, are or whatever. Yeah, contract years I love the I also find it very interesting that HBO chose him and not, as you were talking about, Lane, yeah. and not title. It's kind of talk about why, you know, what you were, what you were insinuating, uh, or just curious about. It's like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, no, no. So, so that is that is the one thing. And again, this this more so goes to not necessarily Cole trying to break away from Jay Z, but just what. Um, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's just interesting that, again, you, you think back to the history of, like, Jay not really co-signing, and again, how much of that is him trying to just help J. Cole grow as an artist versus, you know, I'm not really sure where this is going or whatever the case may be. And you look at the fact that when Title did that whole rollout that blew up in their faces, and they had all these major artists that were there to do the signing of the contracts or whatever, like, J. Cole was one of those artists, but everybody kind of talked about how he looked very uncomfortable you know, it's pretty clear, like, this is not my thing, but Jay is my guy, so I'm here. But to then see that this opportunity opens up, and it's not Tidal, though, who is sponsoring this, but HBO. And again, and to your point, Mylon, it was like, when you're watching the the three videos leading up to the special, I mean, I would almost, I would not be surprised if it was one of those things where it's like, Oh no, all that footage we captured, like, 
J. Cole just happened to capture it, and then HBO was like, well, we want to do a special. Do you have anything that... He's like, oh, yeah, I got all this footage. Let's let's do it. Like, that would have been... I wouldn't be surprised that was all him. It may have been. It may not have been. I don't know, but... Um, because it just seemed very organic, but the fact that HBO jumped on that and title didn't, if in fact J Cole was one of those people who signed, was one of those artists who signed, so he has stake in title, and or just the fact that like Jay puts you, why would HBO not jump? I mean, why would title not jump on that? Um, you know, and then and then I don't know if you know if, uh, on I guess on J Cole's part, like did he? tried to like did he let jay know like yo hbo has this i mean can title match or you know like, i don't know i have no idea again i'm not insinuating anything but it's just it is interesting to see how it ended up being hbo and not title who i would have assumed could have easily had this opportunity and it, and it does say for the record that so apparently the video that's currently on hbo is part of the concert part Again, but it's interesting that they would do this. It's part of the concert, park backstage, you know, seeing what's going on behind the scenes. But apparently Jay-Z and Drake came out. I don't know if he brought... When they say Cole brings... He brought Jay-Z and Drake out. I don't know if they performed a song or if he just like, yo... My boy Drake is, you know, like out and I think in the promotions I saw him and they at least came to the stage. Yeah, so I don't know what that means, but... How how does um, HBO not include that? It's it's Jay Z and Drake. Like, why wouldn't you want to include that? Yeah, I I don't know, Deb. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but it it is it's very interesting to see that. that yeah, I mean, happened it's that like way. you're just looking on the on, online. It's like, oh yeah, J Cole brings out Drake right. and Jay Z, but. You take that out. Why would you rather show me show me J Cole backstage drinking water instead of make your video that make your documentary that much more appealing to the fans? Because like it's like it's almost like HBO is like organic. Like nah, that's the whole point of picking J Cole. We don't yeah. want the Drake. We don't want um, Jay Z. Right, right. We could have picked them. We don't want them. We just nothing about them. So what? What? what, what it happened? is. It is. Yeah. It is weird. It, it, Watching the actual films, it seemed like that HBO came to him before all of this or something. Like, before, like, because a lot of the footage was, like, super high quality. It didn't look like that J. Cole was filming himself. Maybe a couple times it made it seem like it was, like, a camcorder or something one of his homies or entourage could have had. And I don't know when Title came out, but it could have been before Title if he was doing it, you know, since then. But it, it's hard for me to imagine that they would have come to him before this because there's, I mean, again, it's not to say you were wrong, but I don't know how they would have known that it would have been this. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do they know that it would have right, been that's, that's the, weird part. the homecoming, that it would have been all of this? I, I don't know. That's hard to, that, that's hard to, I mean, if, dude, when I tell you if that's the case, this is the most brilliant marketing right. plan like ever because to to capture that in that moment is um, and just to see like what it would have been like. Right. Somebody has some real foresight, and again, it's not to say that nobody would, but that's just uh, you know, especially again, just the way surprise album and to bank on the fact that 
yo, people are going to gravitate towards this and eat it up. And J. Cole wasn't even at the height that he is now, you know, before this. Yeah, I mean, it literally it's... captured the moment. Yeah. Like, the moment of, yo, your album sold this. Like, it, it yeah. it's not like it came out Yeah, after. exactly. You did not know. Exactly. So you had to pick J. Cole when it was just J. Cole. Like, literally, he was like the very first, you know, session was like, yo. I'm about to hit the button <laughs> yeah. and tell the people yeah, I'm about to exactly. release an album. Yeah. So they were recording when that's why that's why part of me feels like he like he had to have been like I'm just gonna capture all I think, of this. I, I, but I don't know. Is this like is this like HBO was like we want you? What are you about to do? He's like yeah, about to drop yeah. an album. All right, well <laughs> that's that's because that's that's he was going on tour. He was definitely going on tour. Yeah. So they already knew that they were just gonna follow you on tour. But the drop. Well, the, the album, I don't was the but no, what, the, was, the Forest Hills Drive tour was already planned. No, it wasn't Forest Hill. At first, he was going oh, on I tour. Oh, I guess yeah, that's true. That's performing true. Okay, Friday yeah, Night Lights. That's true. Because it was the it anniversary. Was to be the, yeah, yeah. yeah so true. he was okay, doing okay. that. But in the midst of that, he yeah, hit the button. Okay, that's true. That's true. And that's why when he was walking and going to all okay. the places during the tours, people were like, oh, snap, can I hear the album? And he yeah. was like, ah, it's not really shit, but okay. I'm going to. So That makes sense. They, but, so you bought no, in? You bought into this guy for a mixtape tour? Exactly. Right. You don't yeah, know. That's, you don't, of, that's foresight. You don't know, yeah. man. Like, you don't know if it's going to be sold out. You don't know anything. That's amazing, though, that they did that. Yeah. And, and, and it's, again, it's J. Cole. It's not... Drake. So, okay, well, we're going to follow you yeah. on tour. Pretty sure it's going to be awesome. You're going to sell out every venue. There's going to be babies crying, girls fainting, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was, thinking of, I was thinking with title, do they even have, like, the range to even have, like, a video camera to follow people around like that? I thought it was just only concert. Like, they just have one camera set up somewhere, and they stream your concert. So I don't even think they probably had the the I mean, range yeah, or access they, to even do. I think they do. I mean, they, it can't cost. I mean, they, you know, I think they because they do special programming. So it doesn't matter, man. Like mm. you, 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 it's too many people at the top for. It's just like. But I'm just saying, do they have the they have the ability to do? They something have the like ability. That? That's what I'm saying. So I'm just answering. Ability. Yeah, I think Dev to Dev's question. I think the, they have the ability to. But okay. the difference, what, the difference is between, the difference between them and HBO is that they would have done the same thing with the same type of quality and then tried to charge you six ninety nine to see it. HBO mm-hmm. is like if you yeah, pay yeah. for HBO, you get it. I'm just trying to. Basically, well, that's the same thing. So the title is if you pay for it, you get it. No, You're right. I was about to say that's right? probably the same. Oh, thing. is it? Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. If you're a subscriber. You're a subscriber. Yeah. yeah. So, your subscription ain't, it ain't, yeah. It's like Netflix. Yeah, I, I think, but this, for HBO to drop it, it was like, it was like a mixtape. It was like, we're going to put, because they put a lot of money into recording it and probably contributing to the tour as well. Yeah. Um, and they had no clue. Yeah. You know, I feel like Title would be doing it it would make sense because they yo, this, I need to do this because you're on one of our That's artists. Yeah. This is our thing. Yeah. We need this to be hot. Yeah. Very interesting. This is a very interesting a, uh, choice of artists. Um, I think the uh, the other thing that I will say as well, I was my respect for J Cole. You know, went up a couple of notches because when, he, when he's performing these songs, he's not just like you know running out of breath and you know 
you know, do, point, my favorite thing is pointing the, the microphone at the at the audience so uh-huh. they can so they yeah, can recite yeah, all yeah. the lyrics. It's like oh, he's like, let me let me catch a breath. Like no, right. he's 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 giving a show. Yeah. And his album, his music live is something you when it comes start when it starts blasting to those speakers, you're like, yeah, that's the, like that's my that's my song compared to this garbage. I went to the Staples Center uh, concert of this Forest Hill Drive tour. It was dope. But I know it was watching the HBO clips. I was trying to compare like at what part. I know we were at towards the end of the tour. So you know how he was trying to figure out all the stuff with the lighting and then they wanted the screens on the side and all that stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like We felt like we got the finished product of all the things that he was going through throughout the tour because by the time we saw it, he had this whole roof backdrop that was behind him that looked like that they were performing on top of the roof just like the album cover i was like it was just so many visuals that was going on that was just blowing my mind at the concert that we went to at the staple center so he put you could tell he put in a lot of work especially after watching the the actual special and then realizing what we saw at the concert it was just blowing my mind how they went from that to this grand show at the Staples Center. That's why I was wondering if the concert they showed was actually the one in L.A. No, uh, the, co- the, was the concert yeah, was... I thought it was supposed to be back at yeah, home. That's in what I, yeah, yeah, that's what I, I Yeah, because the, the homecoming thing that they oh, show okay. on HBO now is... Uh, it oh, is in Fayetteville. Back home, He's back home, but they don't show everything. They show... Like I said, because they show him perform, then mm-hmm. they do backstage and... The same. It's basically yeah. Yeah. it's the exact same content of the um, the the other three or four episodes, except it's just longer. Yeah, it's just oh, long, okay. it's way longer. I think it's like an hour or it's like no, it might be like 90, 80, 90, yeah, 80, 80, 80, it's like eighty minutes. Because I think most well, of them are about an hour. hour. Yes, yeah, yeah, most of them are like fifty some minutes. Yeah, yeah, so this one is a little longer than the regular yeah. one. So, um, I, I think the other thing that what I was saying was what, what took what just took him. Not only did it just take him on another notch on my personal uh, acknowledgement of his skill set was just his performing, you know, how he was performing, but also it made me, when I was looking at listening to him talk, he was like, yo, you know, first of all, he did two things. One, the dollar and a dream is like his, you know, dream deal, mm-hmm. dollar and a dream mm-hmm. is, is, is his kind of catchphrase. And his brand is better, better than yeah. that. And he was doing concerts for a dollar, man. Like, yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, like, I'm mm-hmm. when, when I charge you a dollar to get in, I'm doing this for you. Like, yeah. I'm not. But yeah. on the flip side, he was like, yo, we're doing all these Friday Night Light shows for practice for. for the, yeah, for the real thing. I know I'm going mm-hmm. on tour for this album, so we need to practice mm-hmm. and get it right. Get the kinks out. And and even when he was, it was one of the shows where they made a mistake. And. Everybody backstage was like, oh, no, pull it. What are you doing? And he was just like, relax. It's good. Like, it's all right. <laughs> just, yeah. just, it's, it's good. And then when he came off stage, I was waiting. I was like, oh, is this about to be a diva moment? I was waiting right. to see what the was going on. It was just like, right. yo, man, I just realized. He was on something completely different. He's like, you know what? It's not as, it's not the same as the intimate venues. And I feel like I can't enjoy it. Like I'm working, mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. I'm almost talking to myself because I can't feel the energy from the the crowd the same as I can. I can't look at people's right. faces yeah. as much, and 
he was saying that too, and nobody could see his facial expressions as he exactly. And so that's when he was like, I, "I need to scream." And so then the other dude was mm-hmm. like, "Yo, but we messed it up." He's like, "Yeah, I mean that's the whole point. We practicing, like you know, yeah. like yeah." He didn't even acknowledge. Like the first yeah. thing that came out of his mouth was, I, "It was dope. I killed. I mean, I feel like we did it. We killed it." I just it's just different because he had just got through doing right. the Friday night like smaller venues. Mm-hmm. He's basically performing at Yoshi's. Yeah. And now he's performing at the at the at the Paramount, and he was like, "It's right. just different. It's yeah. just different, you know." And so it, I'm not saying it's not good. It's just different. And he was acknowledging the the shift, and I was like, "Oh, okay." I was really waiting on a Kanye moment to be. And again, and you're uh, fired. Everyone's fired. Like what? Like, and that's uh, one of those things where you can tell whatever came about was genuine because you could totally expect that, and. Nobody would like, or you could do that, and nobody would expect anything different. It's like you're a performer; you wanted to be perfect. If you start right. spazzing, like, you, most people want to get that capture because they want to see how serious you are about like your crap. And when it's like, and they were on them, you could tell HBO yeah. was like the camera was like, oh, it's about to go down. And he was right, like, yeah, yeah. And he was just like, yeah, yeah. man, no, we, we did good, we did good. Yeah. And that's how you know it's genuine. It's like, dude, I'm just. This is this is not gonna be the end of the world. I just want to put on a good show for people. We practicing that. It's about to be bomb when we get back. Like, let's and do it. And we're all we're all people. Like, it's just we feeding off of energy. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. And Deb, do you remember? Do you remember the moment where, uh, in the in the series where he could not, he wanted a bigger venue and, and they couldn't. It was too late. And so like so I, what happened was he went. Wait, that was. He was going was through. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, he was going through. He was going to places he had been to originally when he did when he came out with Friday Night Lights when he was basically touring a long time. Ago. I vaguely. And so that. when he went, he he realized it's like, yo, we're gonna go to. I'm just gonna call it, you know, House of Blues or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, we're gonna go to House of Blues, but it's too small. We should probably try to do mm-hmm. like, like the Paramount or something. Yeah. Call him, and they were like. Dude, we're not, you know, it's not how uh, uh, venues work. And so he was upset about the fact that, not that he wasn't selling out, that he wasn't getting paid. It was this, that I know it's going to be so many people coming that I won't, that won't be able to get in. Get in, yeah. And that, that you can see it really bothered him. He's yeah. like, man, we, we, mm. that was the one time he's like, we effed up, you know, yeah. we, we practicing to try to get it right. But we didn't calculate right, right. like we're we're freaking idiots for like yeah. oh yeah let's let's drop a tour and just go back and do it the same way we did it before yeah. like we're idiots we yeah, should have planned better we, yeah. we should have planned better and we didn't right, and right. now the people got to pay and that sucks and he was genuinely upset yeah. like I'm not upset angry he was upset disappointed yeah. that his fans he wouldn't be able to mm-hmm. reach all his fans so which I think is but but that also I respect how although that's got to be disappointing. You also see, just kind of going back to some of the moments we mentioned, where he did allow so many fans to get those special, intimate moments that, like, I don't think anybody has ever gotten before. So you think about, like, when fans get to go back to the home that he was in and just lay out, like, yeah, lay out on the bed or go to the or chill in the kitchen yeah, and listen. Was, my son was tripping. He's like, yo, these cats right here are chilling. They was all laying in the they bed. They were chilling. But then to yeah, be there right. and to hear what he's talking Because he mentions You're the literally yeah. sitting in like the bedroom where it's like, dude, that's got to be a I don't, crazy I, I really, feeling. I really doubt. I mean, again, I'm, I'm open to be corrected, but I really doubt that anyone in the history of never seen has ever done it. Maybe, maybe 
you know, somebody's come over to the house and be like, oh, snap, this is the room yeah. where, but you're not listening, listening to, to it. And this is before an album, it comes out. Yeah, you, this before is an album you don't know, you haven't heard. It was just like, dude, that's, that's so dope. Like, it was, I just kept saying, like, this is so dope. This is so, this is ridiculous. To be the cast that was on the corner, like, yo, can we just, listen, you gotta promise me. <laughs> You're not right, gonna tell right. anybody what you knowing good and well. As soon as, right. soon as he pulls off, yo, guess what I just heard? Like you're gonna yeah. like, hey, the track number five though is the hottest. Like it's just gonna like you know that they're gonna do it. But the fact that he just allowed, especially in a in a time where we're so worried about you know albums leaking and dates getting pushed back and. Just all this, uh, you in the digital where stuff release date, stolen. same release date as someone else. Yeah, it's just change all it. of that, and he was just like, "Yo, I'm gonna just let you listen to what I got." Like it's just like listen to it, enjoy it, and like being said, vulnerable because it could be like, eh, "It's kind of." Yeah. But he was fully, he was fully as 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 Dev said earlier, like he was fully, he had fully found himself, yeah. and he was comfortable and like, "Yo, like I'm not." I'm, you know, in the great words of Erica Badu, I'm a, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my ish, but yeah. I'm also an artist and this is what I painted for you. Like, yeah. oh, what is that? Yeah. Hey, it's paint on the, it's paint on the canvas. That's what it is. I just threw that on there. Uh, so I was feeling. Yeah. You're welcome. And, and that's that's what he had. And so it was, it was. It, I feel like there's so many different pieces that, uh, Dev, Dev, would you say that? The the legacy we speak of, I think we all agree, you know, outside of um, Matthew's article that hip hop is alive in the J. Cole documentary. <laughs> and Matt, Matthew's article is the spot where hip hop died today. It was, it was because of him. Uh, he, he kept it going. We thank you, Matthew, for that much. Um, but do you think that had HBO not had he not had this special, would we still be saying J. Cole has started his legacy with, with 2014 Forest Hills Drive? We honestly, and that's I guess that's why it is really becoming big picture is because there was so much footage in what people call the golden era of hip-hop that we could make claims like legacy and stuff like that, whereas now all we're getting is just the albums and the sound. The reason why we saw this video is now why we can say that his legacy is definitely prevalent and that we can see it, like, because it's there and it's being televised. So the fact, like I say, he brought back an element that I guess is needed in hip-hop that we probably didn't realize brought so much uh, proof and truth to what hip hop really is, I, I would say that because he has all this footage, yeah, it, it definitely speaks to his legacy, and, and and that's what proves it is not so much the music itself, but what we can see him do around him. Like he got really, he got the community involved. Honestly, like he went around, and if we just had the album, we wouldn't be able to see that. So then we wouldn't even know. Oh, he just dropped his album and went back to chilling. Like that's pretty much what we're thinking in our mind. But back in the day, they had footage of them just chilling, like people like in their own neighborhoods. They like, would make an album, do a tour, do a show, go across the country, and then you'll see them back in the hoods where they from. Like, and it was taped, so that's what I feel like is needed. Like, there's so many elements of hip hop, and they all have to be shown so that we can make the claims about the legacy. So it's funny; it really just opened my eyes to say that right now. 
What you what you say, young man? I don't know that this is why the legacy stuff would uh, the legacy talk begins. I don't know if this is like where it begins necessarily, but I think this is where it starts to get deep. Like, and uh, the 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 only way I could describe it is. I think there's a lot, like there's a lot of artists who, solely for their music, like you know they have some form of a legacy. You'll, you know, again back to your kind of your Jason Williams uh, analogy, their white chocolate analogy, where it was like, we'll always like that. There will always be a special place for him, right? And with J Cole, it's we know we kind of know the story. Going to Jay Z once, getting rejected, going back mixtapes put him on like the fact that he even is able to tour off just mixtapes is you know that right. that's part of a legacy in and of itself right and then you see kind of the trajectory this album has such a big impact I think all of that kind of speaks to legacy in one way or another um, and especially like if you like even even this removed when you look at the you know there was some article I was just looking at where they were kind of talking about like J. Cole is top five of this generation. So even when we look at generations, I think as of right now, you got to say, you got to say he's top five of, of right now, like in this moment. Right. So even that kind of, there, there's gotta be some legacy talk around that, but to add this, it, again, it just takes it beyond the music. And that's when I think you start getting into, you go from like great player, to Hall of Fame, like talking about Hall of Fame status, like, and that's it, it. It's it's that's where I think the conversation kind of shifts a little bit. And so I don't, you know, I think he there would have always been a legacy again had he dropped two. If he drops two more solid to close to to actual classic we, albums, we, all, we always talk about you got to. I don't know. I'm not saying but he then, did, but I'm just saying you know had he done that. And this didn't come out. I think we're still talking about legacy, but this, uh, these videos just really show where it's like, dude, he's just a rapper for the people. Like, and that's there's only a few folks, there's only a few artists who have really, and I feel like, have really held that. I could make a comparison right now. If Tupac just came out with albums, just songs, and we didn't hear any interviews, we didn't see any footage of him walking around the streets, and we didn't see nothing with the video camera on Tupac, would we say the same thing about his legacy? If we just had his songs, you saying that about you said about Pac? About Pac? Yeah, I I, th- I think that's I think that's different because that's Hall of, that goes to using Landon's example. That's Hall of Fame, and then on top of being, I, I feel like he was Hall of Fame. And then we're just now we're saying is he one of the greatest? Yeah. Because there's a lot of people in the Hall of Fame, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, right, is he true. one of the greatest of all time? Yeah. You know, there's they just like they just put Ken Griffey in Hall of Fame. Yeah. But he's right. not the greatest baseball okay. player he's to like, ever yeah, play the yeah. game. Like, I mean, but we know just like everyone else who voted the ninety three point three. He needs to be in there. There's no question. But he's in the conversation as yeah. greatest great players. Yeah. But I don't know. And, and I'm a King Griffey fan, so I, you know, I, I would, all, I would almost say he is. Yeah. The player, but it's like you know, there's Reggie Jackson, there's okay, all right, all right, I forgot. Never mind. He's, he's just really good. So um, I, I, I really feel that I don't know, man. I, I did something. I think it's what Dev is saying. I think the fact that I was exposed to more 
transparent of a more of a transparent J. Cole than just oh he just dropped the album and I'm just oh I listened to it two or three times and yeah, it was alright I mean it was cool I liked it it was dope you know it's right. it's that performance on that one show we saw when when he had yeah it. yeah absolutely I think that was the yeah. first time no my I don't know if that was I don't know if it was the first time we saw him with the nappy hair but he had the nappy hair mm-hmm. he's standing in the mic he's performing in this dark blue and it's like do you want to be? and it wasn't yeah. even like the oh hit the play the club banger it's like yeah. nah dude I'm not mm-hmm. trying to do that yeah. I'm, I'm trying to open your third eye my yeah. dude Thanks. <laughs> he had that interview with uh, with Angie Martinez where yeah, he was talking about his, it's just, he had that yeah. song yeah. Long before it, it, yeah it's these pieces and then you throw in this HBO special and I get to see him and I'm like yo like this dude is again he's 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 a you know he went from being good or great or a star to being a superstar that's the end of part one, so you can jump right on over and begin part two as soon as the music takes us out. Peace.